You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Spring is here, and I've been in the cleaning mood. You sure have, and I don't know about you, but I'm ready to take this whole last year to Goodwill. Amen. All right, here we go. (laughs) 
Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Oh my goodness, there's just so much to talk about. WrestleMania BTS, plus Brian's back for Bella Brain. And we are doing a Dear Bella's, but you know what? First, it's time for opening up, so let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we're opening up with some garden hose. That's right. So this was one of the Easter cocktails that our good friend Skylar Gray made. She hosted us for Easter and had such a cute cocktail list. Yeah. So the garden hoe is pretty much like a spicy margarita, but with strawberries in it. So it had strawberries and jalapenos in it, fresh lime juice. We did Don Julio Blanco, not Resposado. That's right. And then we had, um, Brie, what else? It was... Um, we had some edible flowers and to top it off. And had some club soda and Ooh, edible the, flowers. And chili salt. And the chili salt. It was so good. And I love the name. So that was a lot of fun. I know. How fun was Easter? Easter was really, really special. It was cute because we actually... For a little bit, we didn't know what we were going to do. Just being right. here in Napa, you know, we didn't, weren't going to have any family come in. Some of our family that's close, they were going back to Brawley to do some stuff. So we at first thought we were going to be solo. And then our good friends, Elliot and Holly, are like, let us do something up here. Yeah. And Nicole and I were like, you know what? The boys have nap time. So let us just leave them with the sitter and make it all about Birdie. And we did. And... Nicole was Birdie just on cloud nine. Birdie was on cloud nine. I think that it was really important because we were thinking if we had the boys there, I mean, they'd be sleeping there anyways, pretty much majority of the time. And it's not like they can run and get eggs or paint Easter eggs or, you know, do the dying. And also when we walk into places, it's all about the boys. Everyone's like, oh, because they're the babies. Right. And you forget about Bird. Right. And she feels that. You could see it. Yeah. So... It was all about Bird. She was having a blast. But you know what I have to say about like you and I moving here to Napa Valley is we have some amazing friends that are truly like family. Right. When we hang out, time goes by way too fast. It's like, oh my gosh, we've been at this restaurant for four hours talking. It's amazing. And like with Holly, that's Skylar Gray, Elliot, Taylor, um, Ryan Hill, Carlo Mandavi, all these people who are truly like family to us and Elliot and Holly and Ryan especially are just like brothers and sisters. And I feel so fortunate having like family here that isn't blood, but they're they're family. It's nice when you have friends as family. It really does make holidays special. You don't feel like you're missing out. And like, it's just like yesterday we had nannies or, you know, our sitters were there and it was like for lunch, we all were able to go and like meet at Morimoto and go have some yummy sushi for lunch. And, you know, just kick it and hang out and talk. And like those moments, it makes where you live so much better. Oh, I agree. And, you know, going back to Easter, when we were in the car on our way home, I could just like Bird just talking about all of it and about like the eggs and her candy. Oh my gosh. You have to say the cutest was so they knew that Birdie's favorite treat is fruit snacks. And when she opened up the first egg and there was fruit snacks in there and she would keep running to Uncle Elliot, who she calls Ellie. And she's like, Ellie, Ellie, fruit snacks. And then of course she'd open the next egg and there were fruit snacks. She couldn't believe it. And she just kept running up to him every time. But Brie, you have to save up the golden egg. They hid a big golden egg in the tree. And there was like some butterfly clips and a couple little like kid little lip glosses. So cute. She would not let it go. Anything we did, it, the big golden egg 
was always by her side, never she, out of her eyesight. What I loved is when she like opened it just a little and she, she saw the clips and the makeup inside, the hair clips. She immediately shut, shut it, it and she it wouldn't let it go because yeah. she didn't want anyone else to see it as if, you know, we may take it. the hair clips <laughs> and the makeup. That was so cute. And then jumping on a trampoline. Yeah. I haven't jumped on a trampoline in like so long, which I have to always be careful with my knees and my neck. But like, I know that Brian, was so fun. Yeah, Brian, Brian said his neck hurt And he was like, geez, the trampoline kind of wrecked me. But you know what I loved with Birdie is... You know, Easter is different to everyone, right? And so yeah. in our house, we we do it that, you know, the Lord is risen and the mm. whole story of Jesus. And I was explaining it to her that morning because, you know, Birdie's going to be four in May. So she knows who Jesus is and Mother Mary and like all these things, you know, I've talked to her about and we believe in Buddha. You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm a Christian, but I'm also, I'm open to all religions. I'm extremely spiritual and that's, I want Birdie to be, I want Birdie mm-hmm. to be very open and for her to make her own decisions too. But it was funny because we were talking and I was explaining how Jesus is in heaven. And she goes, wait, he's on the moon with Josie. No. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, it, it's up there where the moon is at and like trying to explain it to her. And like, it, it's just funny because I, I literally had to Google, like, how do you explain Easter to kids without right. like freaking them out? You know, because death can be scary and saying if someone gets, you know, crucified. But it was funny to kind of explain it to her and just to get put in that like mommy position of like right now, everything I say, she's going to hold on to. So I have to be careful. But it was cute. It was really cute. And um, I don't know. It was just this Easter was special. Even though it wasn't with our family, it still felt like we were with family. 100%. Oh my gosh, so much. And you know, Bree, something we didn't talk about that I wanted to bring up last week on our podcast, since we are right now kind of touching on the social media world. I never talked to you about the post you put up where you were showing off, which I thought was so cute, your treasure marks from Buddy. Oh. <laughs> but when you did that real post about you know, your postpartum belly... I thought that was such an awesome, empowering post, and we never, well, thank you. yeah, we never got to talk about it. So good for you. Well, thanks. It was so I thought badass and inspiring, and made me so proud of you, and and so good to show people the real. Well, of it. this was the thing, and I'll be honest, I was kind of going back and forth whether I wanted to post it because I was embarrassed, and that was like the best picture out of like the ten I took. Let me tell oh, you, girl, I, I we saw the cute 10. face on there. Don't you worry. Yeah. But because, you know, too, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. And like I said in my post, I am human. So I do have an insecurity with my stomach. And the one hard thing I'm having in this pregnancy compared to with Birdie is my stomach just got wrecked. And I don't look at it like, oh, my gosh, you know, pregnancy ruined me. It didn't. And that's why I call it treasure marks because it is something special. But like anyone, you can't help to know what you had before and then what you have now. Um, it's always oh hard. Oh my gosh. And because totally. of social media, you're always seeing pictures of yourself like at 20 years old. It's like, sucks. But then I <laughs> wanted to put it out there because I do see how filtered the world is of social media. And I'm like, I, you know what? I'm tired of like keeping up with what's supposed to be like the body you're supposed to be. And I'm like, I'm going to put this up so women know, like, uh, this is what a majority look like, not the other people who, I don't know if they Photoshop or what happens, but 
the perfect bodies really don't exist. And that's what we all have to keep telling ourselves is that that's all filtered and photoshopped. But yet, I mean, I'll even tell myself, I'll look in the mirror and be like, dang it, why don't I'm working out so hard? Why am I not here or there? But so hopefully that picture helped people. Oh my God. I think it helped people 100%. And it's like, I feel like we do have to constantly remind ourselves and everyone that it is true. The perfect body doesn't exist. And as long as you work hard and you're happy, harder said than done. Right. Because I still, gosh, I go up and down with how I feel. I think I saw photos of myself after Easter and like here I've been working really hard and I, I was like, oh, I'm looking good. And then I had a few bad days and I just felt like I kind of put on the pounds the past few days. And then I saw photos of myself from Easter and like I had a hard time last you night did. with Artem. I was like, and I was telling you, I just felt so down and depressed. And I was like, gosh, I just, I feel like I'm working so hard, but I'm not seeing the progress I want to see. And I haven't really bought any new clothes because I just am like, no, I'm going to get back in these clothes. And I feel like I'm trying to wear what I used to wear and it doesn't look right. And now I'm like, I don't like my hair short. I want it long. And I just felt bad because last night I just like was so upset. I was so mean now, to myself and Artem's like, Nicole, you got to snap out of it. I'm like, I just... What you do? You don't want to be mean Well, to also, but and through this pandemic, because I used to be someone who was so big with facials and getting my laser treatment just to really help with anti-aging. And I also just can't help but look at my skin. Like, I just can see how congested it is. I feel like I have layers to definitely, like, laser off. And I just... It's hard to even look in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have circles really? and I have wrinkles and I look just older. So what I feel like you really have to do is think of your age. You're 37. Think of how good you look for 37. You right, keep picking apart. And I don't know if you're comparing yourself to 20 year olds. Probably. But compare yourself to like your age. And I think that's what we all do. I mean, I love the 80s. But when I look at women who were back in the 80s at 37, I feel like I look a lot younger than what they did. I feel like people now look way younger. When I'm like seeing women like JLo and Gwen Stefani, all those women say they're 52, 51. I'm like, oh my gosh, they look incredible. <laughs> Everyone looks younger, so you have to give yourself credit. But I feel like we all take too many pictures of ourselves, so we're constantly looking at our flaws or like constantly looking how we can make ourselves better. Yeah, but I think it was seeing photos of me that were taken of me just in the moment. And I was like, whoa, that's me. In but can a I moment. just tell you? That's not how you looked in that moment because I was standing right across from you. That's true. I know what picture you're talking about. And that's not how you looked in the moment. Oh. Like at all. Okay. So that's why sometimes pictures are great and sometimes they're horrible. Honestly, it's crazy. It but is. That's all right. Yeah. But you know, it is crazy when you're talking about, you know, shopping because I'm starting to do some spring cleaning. And I was going through some dresses, as you can see in my room right now, Nicole, and like what fits and what doesn't. And I definitely am like, I need to get more clothes, but I'm like, do I wait? Because I still want to lose five pounds. I would. You're only five pounds away. See, I was 10 and now I'm 15. Oh, wow. I told you, I, I've gained about five pounds. I think too, because I have been training so hard, so I could tell I've gained a lot of muscle. For sure. Me too. So I'm in that stage that gets weird because I still have fat to lose, but I've been gaining muscle. So this is where it's hard for people when you start to work out. And this is where some people drop off is... They first see the scale increase and they don't see their body fat decrease as much, but the scale is going up, but it's because you're getting muscle and soon you'll start to see your fat burn off. 
So you got to stick with it. And it's like, for me, I know that, right? It's just, I can't help but still get down. But I know like push through Nicole, this has happened before and you're going to be stronger than ever and you'll look great. But exactly. I feel like I'm training for the Olympics over here. We are training really yeah, hard. But can I tell you a fun thing that I did? I mean, I know you saw my feed, but I did that M sculpt Neo the booty thing. Yeah. M sculpt Neo on my butt. Well, first of all, my butt was booty clapping. I was like, this is how it feels if I could dance like that. That would be amazing. But I felt like I saw a difference in my butt. Really? I felt like it, it popped out a little bit. I was like really impressed. So you're trying to convince me to go get it? Well, I just mm-hmm. think I might go get the three other sessions. Oh, good. I, I want to yeah. see it after the fourth. I know. Right? I mean, I'm going to stick to my squatting. My squatting Me with too. Scott. Hey, I'm I feel working like I'm out seeing a difference day. in my butt today. Yeah. Like this morning. So this morning, you guys, before we did the podcast, I had to go to the hospital, get all this testing done because I've been having these crazy stomach issues. So I just had to go get checked for gallbladder stones. But they were like, well, you're almost 40 years old. You've had multiple children. So you're at high risk of gallbladder stones, which I'm like, that's crazy. And then they wanted to check for ovarian cysts, which I've had two before, and then an ulcer. So I'm like at the hospital this morning thinking to myself, like, gosh, this is crazy. And you're just sitting there, but you just see yourself like as you get older, like just it's not like how it was in your 20s at times, right? I felt very carefree in my 20s, which I'm lucky I had that. But now it's just certain things. You're like, I'm here. Here I am. Like going here to doctor checkups, getting things looked at. I'm like, what in well, the world? At least you're doing that, girl. So. Spring cleaning, like an old folk. I have to say, when I was cleaning, I didn't think I had a lot of stuff. But then like, I know I have a smaller closet, but I feel like I have so much stuff. So I read in this book. If you haven't worn it in a while, get rid of it, right? Really? But see, I go to do that and I'm like, but maybe. I know. You're really bad at that. And you have a really lot of stuff bad. that I'm like, ew, you need to get rid of. Ew, that's how I look at your closet. I go, ew, ew, <laughs> ew. Just so you and know. And it's not even that. I just, <laughs> it's like, I just know you're never going to wear it. That's not true. What if Birdie yeah. wants to wear it? Just Don't kidding. even <laughs> say that. And I'm like, do I just get rid of it? But I guess for me, it's like, ah, oh, but I spent this much money on it. I it guess that's nice. how I feel because being on reality TV for so long, I have a lot of clothes because of that. And I have a lot of designer clothes. So I think that's why I hold on to so much because I'm like, oh, do I really want to get rid of this designer? And I think I just think of the price I paid for it. But you're right. There might be some stuff that I'll never wear again. Well, you know what else I think too? How many pairs of clothes do you have that you're like, well, once I lose all my weight, you know, I can get back I into it. I say that. I feel like to half my closet. I know. So what do I do? Once I get to the weight I want to get. Yeah. I've been wanting to do that since I did Dancing with the Stars. So see, that's where I'm like at. I'm like, do I just that those kind of things I say bye bye to? I, you know, the only reason why I say yes is the other day I put on a jumpsuit, DBF. I'm like, mm-hmm. I had it years ago and I was like, I'm going to whip this baby out and I should have given it away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I totally just kept this because it's DBF. Like, and I spent a lot of money on it. I feel like if something is black or lace, those are things that you'll have forever. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like something's past or something's fully made of pearls and rhinestone. Yeah. No, I get that. You know, I'm reading this book right now called Simply Sustainable by Lily Cameron. We're actually, you guys, going to have her on the podcast to do an Earth Day edition next week. So excited. That'll be so But I've been reading her book and I'm just like, I used to be 
really a minimalist. And you, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, and now I'm just kind of like, and I feel like I still uh, girl, am. I'm looking at, I'm in, sitting in your room right now recording with you. You're still a minimalist. No, but I still feel like I can be even more. I feel like I've been off the tracks a little bit, but you know, I can't wait for her to be on the podcast because she gives the easiest tips, but I've been reading the spring cleaning section and I'm just like, okay, I think my spring cleaning is going to take me a couple days. And then Brian and I were in bed last night, just going over like our goals and the things like with consuming and buying and just the things we want to do. And a lot of the homemade products I'm going to start to try to make for the house. Yeah. Um, which I like anyways, because I like knowing what is now around Mateo. I get when you become a mom, how you turn into this kind of yeah. stuff. Because I should care about this for myself, but it took me having a son to actually, or having a child, to actually really care about what products are around me. What are we washing our clothes right. with? Or, and it's like, sometimes I feel like we all wait till we break out with rashes or something. Yeah, well, I've always been pretty organic with all that kind of stuff. But I think for me, you know... I mean, people are always asking, like, how can I help the planet? And you realize, like, at home is, like, the first major place. So I'm excited totally. to have Lily on next week because she has great advice. Very simple, too. Like, you know, everyone acts like you got to move mountains to become eco-friendly. No. And it's it's pretty easy. But, yeah, so I'm just trying to do that. But I don't know. Some of those clothes, I'm thinking, i got to donate. I just Well, let's like- have a Bella garage sale. How about that? Well, speaking of a Bella Garage sale, <laughs> there's definitely one item I won't be putting out, and that is my WrestleMania dress because I am obsessed with it. It's my inner Gwen Stefani. Well, that was definitely your inspo, and I've always wanted to have a Fearless Nikki jersey gown, and I got it. I rocked it. But you know what? Enough about the outfits. I say we get into the WrestleMania BTS. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. 
Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Oh my gosh. WrestleMania was epic. It was amazing. So... Nikki and I literally just got home. Well, you got home, what, two hours ago? I have been home for, yeah. I got home in time to do Mateo's whole bedtime routine. I just put him down. Brian and I got home about five hours ago. Nicole and I are like, listen, we have to record something. We never record usually this late before we have an episode come out. But we are on still a high from WrestleMania that we're like, let's just put the boys down, record something really quick, so we can just let all of you know how spectacular... WrestleMania. Yeah, was. we don't want to cheat you guys. We didn't want to have the episode drop and like you guys didn't even get to hear about WrestleMania BTS because we were 
on social media so much. So I feel like we're just teasing them if we don't talk about it. I agree. And as you and can I'm tell, sorry, with Nicole's I, voice, I know, she I'm, had a lot of fun. I did. <laughs> and this isn't even from drinking, you guys, because no. I know that's all your thoughts. I actually stay hydrated, but I haven't been in a sports event with a live crowd in a long time. So all of my like screaming and cheering, excitement and nerves, I literally lost my voice. So, Which is awesome. I wonder if all... The fans lost their voices too. Oh, I'm sure. And that's you know? like a first time in over a year for all right? of us, unless you were at Super Bowl. So let's start with that. I think that's actually a really great place to start. So this has been the first live event. So the first show where we have had fans at the show in over a year, right, Nicole? Yeah, over a year. Over a year. And I can't even explain to you all just the energy the emotions, you could just feel it. The minute you just like walked out and you saw the faces of everyone and the energy, it literally made your eyes water. It made your heart just race. It it, it was exciting. It was emotional. It, it was like all the feels. Yeah. Well, you know, at WWE, it's not just about the two opponents in the ring. First of all, when it comes to match, I've always said it's about three people in the ring, which is the heel, the baby face, or whoever's going against each other, and the referee. That's what makes the match. But truly what makes the match and the show is four people, and that's the WWE Universe. Like, yeah. what makes wrestling is our fans. That is a part of wrestling, and we've missed that for over a year. So having 25,000 people back in the stadium in Tampa, Florida, it was emotional for fans and for talent and for crew, for everyone, because... It was like having not seen a family member in a really long time. Right. That's like our fans. So imagine when you see that family member that you love so much that gives you meaning and makes you feel so amazing and you see him in over a year. Yeah. And it was really special to be backstage and to see all the talent after they would perform in front of everyone to come back and be a b emotional in the fact of just being out there with fans. I, I just, you know, it's crazy because I feel like since 2020, we've all gone through a lot of historical moments with things that are going on. And that was really one, Nicole, if you think about it, you know, that's the first ever WrestleMania that you've experienced that. And we were there to see it all. Right. No, it was amazing. And, you know, we had thunderstorms. Oh, my gosh. And we're I like, think they said, too, that was the first one that they had to keep pausing yeah, and stopping. Yeah, first one in history. I mean, you guys, they would have to evacuate the fans, make them all leave. They'd have to go to the concourse, wait till the lightning was done. Then after lightning was done, they'd have to wait 30 minutes, then get everyone back in. It was crazy. Yeah. It was just amazing to be there. I mean, that's the first time that I've seen everyone in two years. Since Evolution, when I fought Ronda Rousey, I haven't been backstage at a WWE event since. So it's been a long time, and that's been the first time that I've even been to WrestleMania in a few years. So it was super exciting and just amazing to see everyone. I really just missed all the girls and and the guys too because I love all the guys there. But wow, there were so many amazing matches. It was just so fun to watch. It really was. I was interested to see like, okay, this is going to be a two-day WrestleMania. Each day it's going to be about a four-hour show. I'm like, that's a lot of wrestling. But every match kept you entertained, kept you wanting more. And when... Seven matches each night can do that to you. You just know everyone gave 110%. Oh, yeah. And I felt that every night I wanted to watch more wrestling. I wanted to see more. Yeah. And um, that says a lot about the talent. You know what was really tough was like when you are over here in your mom life, it's like I'm always in bed at 830 every night 
and asleep by like nine and being there the first night because of all the delays, the shows didn't get done till midnight. And the second night, I think 11, but we wouldn't get back to our room till so late. But I was struggling. Even when it would hit 9 p.m., I was like, oh my gosh, my body's like, you need to go to bed. My brain was shutting off. And both nights, we didn't take the stage till about 10, 10 30. Right. That was very new for me. I was like, oh my gosh. And it's not like back in the day, I would just chug a sugar free Red Bull or a rock star. But, you know, now it's like, I'm not going to do that. Still, cut. well, I'm towards the end of nursing. I'm not doing nursing anymore. This past week was my first week not doing it, but it was just a struggle. Yeah. You know, I, it is funny how tired you get and you just think to yourself how that never affected you. But I have to say, so Nicole and I got a call about doing what you all saw on the second night of WrestleMania to do something with Hogan and Titus O'Neil and Bailey. And it was really cool because we were like, um, yes, we would love to do something. But then when we got to the building, like, okay, I'll be on right before main event. So around like 10, 10 30, I was like, oh my gosh, Brie, we need to like start drinking coffee like at 5 p.m. Right. Which usually I'm like, okay, I can't have coffee after um, lunch. And it was funny to like be 5 p.m. and I'm making myself a cup of coffee. Right. Well, what was nuts is like we get that call the night before, like we're already packed and stuff. I'm already in bed when we get the call that they would like us to do this Sunday night. And I was coming home Sunday Sunday early afternoon to get back to Mateo. And so I remember just going like, I don't have anything to wear. And like when it's WrestleMania, you have to have sparkles. Yes. Like you have to have such a grand outfit. So you had to see us in the locker room yesterday cutting my train off of my gown so I could have something sparkly to wear for the show on night two. And it was hilarious. Maya and my mom, they were backstage with us. And poor Maya was like, I'm so scared, Nicole. I don't want to, you know, put a big hole in it or whatever. But yeah, so I literally cut my train off. But you guys want to know what? You know what's so amazing about those outfits is we had the head lady who I know from Dancing with the Stars who makes all those amazing costumes. She made that for Brie and I. She did incredible. And she, she did. And, she's and we so didn't get to see her talented. in person. So she literally just went off measurements. We measurements, just sent, sent yeah. her. And we didn't get to do a fitting. It was no. just like, fingers crossed. Let's hope this works. Right. Which should I have taken a little bit in, made it a little tighter? Yeah, but it oh, worked. You well, know? so a lot of people, not a lot, but there's been a handful of people wondering if I'm pregnant. Oh, it was one comment. No, there's been a few more today, which is fine. But this is the thing. And I think the moms will know this. So first of all, I didn't realize how your nipples got when you came towards the end of breastfeeding. And I think we talked about this earlier. We did. But also I didn't realize like all your hormones and the bloating and like here I've been working out so hard, looking great. And then when we flew there Friday, I was holding probably eight pounds of water and I couldn't get rid of it. I looked better Saturday morning, but you know what was really weird? When it would hit five o'clock, I mean, yeah. I would bloat. But you could I, tell your body was almost like it's time for bed. Yeah. Like to start to but like heal. I would bloat you guys so bad. Like I felt like I was pregnant. So I, I realized Sunday morning I lost a lot of water weight. Me too. Mom couldn't even believe it. She looked at me and she goes, you look like a different person. Oh, yeah. I, I felt it even with myself. I was yeah. like, I felt lighter. But it was crazy because I know this is TMI. But Ew. Friday, Nicole knows <laughs> what I'm going to say. I literally got my period on the plane. I am not even kidding. 
I haven't had my period since um, September of 2019. So all of a sudden I'm on the plane and I used the restroom and I, ha- I got my period. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And especially because like I was going to WrestleMania with Brian. We, were, we weren't going to have kid, like any kids with us. So we were definitely planning like to have sex, right? And then that went out the door. But I was like, of course, I want to look really good this weekend. And here I'm cramping now. I have a really bad period and I'm super bloated, whatever. It worked out. But Saturday, it was like my worst day. And then Sunday I woke up and I'm like, okay, I feel like, you know, when you get your period and then you start to lose some water weight. Yeah. So Sunday I felt good, but Saturday really got me. I, both days got me. I mean, I even responded to someone on Instagram. Would you say? No, in a nice way. Just, I said what I just said, like, hey, I wish, but like. I didn't know that, you know, when you come off of nursing, when you go through a whole other change in your body and you know what? I was super bloated. So sorry. Well, that person must be super embarrassed. Right. I mean, sometimes people forget, especially like, look, I haven't traveled across country in over a year, but travel's tough. But you know, your body, my body, especially I can fluctuate in a day. You and I both. Yeah. I could be a certain weight and then I could be up eight pounds on water weight just like that. It's crazy. But anyways, love the outfits. I love the segment. And you know what's always fun about WrestleMania is you always have so many celebrities backstage. And you guys know how much I loved The Bachelor and Matt James and how it was Artem and I's date night like every week. So it was really cool because Matt James was backstage with Jason, Jason Tardick. Who has so much charisma, by the way. um, So much. And that's Caitlyn's, you know, boyfriend. No, I'm talking about Matt James. I mean, Jason has charisma too, but... Oh, yeah. They both have charisma. They both. Like, when they walked through the door, I was like... Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I, wow. how fun. Well, no, I was telling you that about Matt, that like all the girls, when they meet him in person, they're like, oh my gosh, they would all like just, they couldn't yeah. even talk. They were in such awe of him. Well, and he has a really cool vibe. Such a cool vibe, yeah. right? He's like a hipster. He's total hipster. Total hipster. Doesn't try, he doesn't need to try to be cool. He's just cool. Yeah. But you know what? It was so much fun seeing him. And it's funny because Jason, I feel like, I know him and Caitlin. You have to think, I haven't even met Caitlin either in person. Okay, so I felt like I knew Jason, but was that my first time meeting him That too? was your first time meeting him in person. Oh, that's hilarious. It's because we've done everything on Zoom or have talked so much on, not Jason, but like Caitlin, we've talked so much to her through text. But Jason, you know, with Caitlin, we've done their podcast and all that. So we've all met through Zoom. But it was weird because I felt like we knew each other. But then I realized like, no, this is our first time meeting. Wow, I know. But I, how hilarious, Bree. So we thought like... Okay, for Caitlin and Artem, we want to reenact like a dip. And oh, we had such an epic fail. We couldn't yeah, meet it was them. A major failure. Brie was trying to help us with the arms, but it was so fun. So they came back for a little bit. They're really big fans, but they stayed in the crowd and watched the show. BB Rexa, oh, who yeah. I love. She was so cool. So cool. So and much it was fun. really neat when people are like, hey, they'd come to our dressing room and be like, BB Rexa wants to meet you. And Nicole and I were like, what? Really? Because that makes you feel really good. And like, wow, they, they know who we are. Right. You know? No, it, it does. <laughs> Even Ashlyn Craft, she was amazing. Oh, I love her voice. It was so awesome to have her there. And, you know... To even go into the WWE superstars, like someone who I'm just always going to be such a massive fan of for everything she does for our business and how she is Sasha Banks. I, I love. I love her. I love her. Like, one, she she looks so incredible, but what she did for the main event 
on night one was just amazing. And Bianca as well, of course. Yeah, Bianca. But Sasha was the leader, right? She's just so good and she cares so much and you feel it and you see it. There was a lot of pressure put on, I feel like, both of them. I mean, when you're going to be the main event and you know to how late you're going on, that's a lot of pressure. And even to be the... historical moment where it's two black women in the main event there was a lot of pressure on them and they went out there and gave a hundred and ten percent i mean they it couldn't have gone more perfect i was just like literally when i was watching my eyes were teary i had goosebumps all over my face because i'm like these girls are knocking it out of the park well what sucked for brie and i is we had to leave after our hall of fame segment because we had an early morning meet and greet so we watched it from our hotel rooms on peacock um you're welcome peacock which i like actually i love watching it in the crowd but sometimes what's nice when you watch it on tv is you get to see all the up close and personal shots and you felt their energy through the screen like i already felt their energy when i was there because i got to see them in gorilla and like feel it oh my gosh to see like how much you could feel on the screen was incredible yeah, it really was. So it's just neat now to see what the women are doing. They're, I mean, every women's match that was on both nights were just incredible. And it was and just so amazing to, to see them backstage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really was. And, you know, I'll say this. WrestleMania was so much fun and I loved being there. But I can't wait. I'm hoping next year when it's at Dallas that it'll be fully open. Because I think it will be. The hallways were a little quieter than what they usually are. They're usually a little more chaotic. But um, even to not just do fan access or any of that, I really miss that. And so I'm hoping next year it's like all normal. I think it will be. And I want to bring my kids. I know. I actually had a really good idea for next year. I told Brian, I want to rent out one of the ballrooms and, you know, get a couple of those bouncy houses in there and then have like a fun blow dry makeup bar, like even with our products there. Yeah. And let moms who are there for like supporting their husbands or whatever to get like blow out their makeup done. The kids can be playing, have a little like section with books and a couple beanie bags, maybe like a TV in there. Just a place where if you're busy, a lot of times we all get stuck in the hotels a lot. But a big room where your kids are going to just run around and scream, right? That's sometimes all us moms, because sometimes in hotels, right. don't you feel like you're always like, shh, shh, shh. And a lot of times, too, because kids wake up so early. Yeah. So you're feeling well, like, you're like, a great idea. Wouldn't that be awesome? And then, like, they could play, have fun, and then get a blowout, get their makeup done. Yeah, I think that would be great. I'm going to call it the Bella Bouncy Room, or I don't know. Yeah, I love it. It's, I think that'd be fun. You know, WrestleMania is a time when it's truly all of us celebrating our year of work that we've done. It's our Oscar moment. Um, but it's also at WWE, we're a family and it's time when we all get together and no matter what our stories are or how we feel about each other, whether that's in ring backstage, we all just come together and we connect and we appreciate each other and we just share the same emotions. I agree. And I think that's always my favorite thing about WrestleMania is everyone, you know, pushes kayfabe away, goes behind the curtain and they truly just appreciate and respect what we all do. I agree. And we had that moment with a lot of the women in the locker room on the last night. And that's like something I'll remember forever from this WrestleMania. Oh, so special. And I'm just going to say too. And that I have no voice. You guys, it hurts to talk right now. Like I'm trying to do my best. I'm like trying to push my voice out, but Mm -hmm. it actually hurts. Well, and I'm going to say two things. One, I'm going to say about Bad Bunny. Him coming into our business. Oh my God, Bad Bunny did amazing. And like to 
moved temporarily to Florida to train, you saw it in his match and how much he respected the business, how much he wanted to do good. And he killed it. He killed it. So, he, Bad he, Bunny, I, thank you. Because yeah, thank you, Bad Bunny. You look like a WWE superstar out there. And then lastly, I'm going to say, my husband brought the house down. Okay, I will give you that. Which, by the way, how fun was it to go on stage right before he went oh, out? Oh, it was so fun. And by and, the way, can we just say how much fun was it to kick ass again on stage? Oh, it felt good. Yeah, Brie and I got to give Bailey some punches and, well, we got to beat her up a little bit. And it was a lot of fun. It was, it, but I really loved watching the main event of night two, which was Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns. But I, that might have been one of my favorite matches yeah. like I've ever, like, Triple threats are hard. Yeah. They are hard. And wow, those guys killed it. They killed it. You know, for me, the silver lining with it all is for that main event match on night two, like this past year has been terrible in many ways, right? right? Through the pandemic, through people that we have lost, that others have lost, jobs that have been lost, homes, and I could go on. Then we have thunderstorms, right? Both days. We don't know if WrestleMania is going to go on. It gets paused and blah, blah, blah. You have three men in there that have overcome a massive injury. Right. You have Roman Reigns who's overcome leukemia. And they all still, during a pandemic, went out there and gave it their all on that mat. And like, so for me, it was such a moment of hope of right. like someone who has, you know, as of now, a career ending injury. Hope that one day I'll get back in the ring. But I think also for anyone of something in their life they need to overcome, I feel like that match just gave you that feeling. I think that's what it was. It was seeing Edge out there. And, you know, I felt really bad for Edge last year because here he came back after nine years and someone who thought he could never wrestle again comes back and his first match is in front of nobody. Right. You know, and I felt bad for him. I'm me like, too. you know, so it brought a lot of emotions to me to see him be able to do what he loves in front of a crowd. Yeah. But yes, to like look at Edge and see what he's overcome. And then, you know, of course, I know my husband, everything he's been through and him being forced to retire, then coming back and fighting through and seeing him out there. And like you said, Roman Reigns with leukemia. And I just, all three of them, you know, good or bad guys, they made you feel that they fight. They did. And, and it was incredible. And it was there, you know, I'm so proud of Brian because he's just a goat. He is one of the greatest wrestlers ever right now. But I also want to give a last shout out to someone who I think is so special to our company. And he just always amazes me and just has such a big, good heart. But Titus O'Neil, he did such an incredible job hosting. He did so And he's good. just such a class act. And he's so good to people backstage, but he's so positive always. He's always making you laugh, everyone. And I just want to give him a special shout out because I was just like thinking about him this morning on the plane. And, you know, that I was sent a, a group sweet text. Group text. Yeah, because yeah, I was just like, you know, I really love that guy. Like, he's such an amazing guy. All he wants to do is do good. And I love that. He so. literally gives all of his hours to helping people. He does. Which says a lot about a human. Oh, I have chills. I know, me too. <laughs> well, you guys, it's sad that WrestleMania is over. I know. But obviously, like everyone who loves wrestling, it's always fun to look forward to it next year. And yes. it's awesome that'll be in Dallas, Texas. But Nicole and I have had a really long day of traveling. My flight was at 5 a.m. 
Nicole's was at 7.30 a.m. 7.15. Oh, oh, there's such a difference. So um, we put the boys down. Now I got to go put Birdie down, but it's time for these mamas to shower and oh, yeah. hit it's, the sack. It's time for me to just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm really not going to be able to talk tomorrow. <laughs> but we have two more fun segments. So up next, Dear Bellas. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? That's right. And here's today's question. Hey, Bellas. I'm Jackie. I have a six-month-old daughter named Paisley, and I'm a single mom, so it's been rough, but such a blessing. I'm really the only one of my friends that has a baby, So anytime we get together, they're talking about job promotions. They're talking about, you know, boyfriends and fiancés and everything. So I guess my question is to both of you, how do you deal with being in your friend group and they're all talking about things that you can't really relate to and all you have is to talk about your baby, but you don't really want to just talk about your baby I guess, how do you go about just trying to fit in with your friends still after having a baby when they don't? All right. Love you guys so much. Thank you. Oh, Jackie, this is a great question. I feel like a lot of people actually deal with this. I totally agree. And you know, it's crazy. It takes me back to when I had Birdie because I felt like this happened to me a lot. I was the first total diva to have a baby. And I just remember, I thought exactly like you, like, how do I fit in now? Because all I want to do is talk about my baby. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you're always holding back because you're like, this is all I have right now in my life. And everyone else is still their young selves vibing and having fun with no worries. (laughs) So it would always be really hard on me when I'd be around all the girls. But I have to say, what I realized is, 24-7, I'm a mom. I'll always be a mom. But it was nice for me to kind of allow myself to disconnect. So when I would go grab drinks with the girls or we were filming a scene and if it wasn't about motherhood and we're just out having fun, I allowed myself to really disconnect and kind of be a little bit of the old debris. And I wouldn't let myself feel bad about it. I mean, for sure, people would always ask, oh, so how's Birdie doing? Or I would probably say about three mom jokes during the whole dinner. Oh, you still do mom jokes. Oh, yeah. But I definitely did it too at that time. Like I would tell myself like, okay, don't talk about Birdie the whole time. But I'd throw in some jokes. Yeah, you would. But I did allow myself to kind of just be the old Brie in those moments, which I kind of felt like were a good refresher. And also like, like you needed that. Yeah, like I needed it. So maybe try like when you go out with your girlfriends, try to understand their conversations. Be like, okay, so, because this is something I would like to say is like, okay, so straight legs are out since when? And now it's all about the flare or the baggy 90s jeans. Sometimes maybe just ask questions because it's kind of fun when you ask people questions and then you kind of get involved that way. What you're saying is that she should just Google trends. So when you show up to dinner, you, you know the latest trends that you could talk about, whether it's fashion, TV. I feel like that's always a big topic to talk about who's binging what 
and basically see like what's the breaking news, whether it's in the entertainment world, political world, yeah, or but that. she doesn't even have to Google it beforehand. She can just ask them about it there, and those always set up for good conversations. Yeah. I always feel like, too, asking about sex is great when you're with your girlfriends. I don't know what it is, but I love hearing about people's sex lives. And I think it always brings out such fun laughter when you're with your girls, you know. And it's just like, I don't know, it helps, like, let the guard down. Right. Well, I know, but I'm weird and our group of friends were very open. So I know that's not for everyone. Yeah. But I also think, too, Jackie, you know, you just had your baby six months ago. Who was Jackie... A year ago, prior to that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, how would you be in those situations? So maybe think about that. And I think there needs to be a little bit of, you're like that with your girlfriends, but then also they need to give you a little bit too and talk about the baby and what you're going through as a mom because this is also the one thing. And this is for anyone out there who has their first friend having a baby. It's really important to ask your friend, especially if they had a baby six months ago, be like, hey, how are you? Right. How are things going? Mm -hmm. Like, You're probably tired (laughs) AF, so what's up? So I would just, you know, it has to go back and forth for sure. 100. Well, good luck with that, Jackie. I could tell Brie has a lot of experience in that, Bill, because with our group of girlfriends, she definitely had, you know, was way ahead of the game in the baby world. Well, not with our best friends, I wasn't. I was actually late. at wrestling. Yeah, that for sure I was. No, with our best friends, you all were having babies. And I remember I used to be the girl at the dinner table like, oh my gosh, all they do is talk about their kids. Yeah. And I was like, can you bring me another drink? Well, it's hard (laughs) not to, right? They're the loves of our lives. I'm dealing with it now. It's hard for me not to sit down and show people photos of Mateo oh, or talk I, about nap time. I laugh because every time now you show everyone I show all these pictures. I, I get it fully. They are the focus of our life. How do we not talk about them all the time? I, I, so I get it. And I get where Jackie's coming from. Oh, I definitely get it too, Jackie. Good luck with everything. And go out and have fun, Jackie. And you know what? You can talk about your kid, but also talk about yourself. So if you guys want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. All right, everyone. Up next, Bella Brains. Finally, he's back. Give it up for our Bell Brains host, my husband, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Bree. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. Who's going to win this round? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right, who's going to leave the room first? I say, Nicole, you go and take Winston with you. All right, sweet face. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. For this week's edition of Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about... Dun-dun-dun... Oceans. Oceans? Oceans. Are you ready? Yes. Well, I mean, kind of water and water things in general. Okay. What canal links the Pacific and the Atlantic Oceans? Canal? Yeah. Like, okay. A canal. That links the Pacific and the Atlantic Ocean. So not a river. So like not the Colorado River. We're talking about a canal. If you can find a river that links the Pacific and the Atlantic Ocean, Why do I would be very impressed. Connect? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no? Is that not a thing? Uh, so, I mean, they were hoping it was a thing. Oh, but then that's why they built a canal. That's why they built a canal. 
Can I have a hint? It's uh, at the top of South America and at the bottom of Central America. I mean, that doesn't help. I mean, it would help some people if they knew geography. I'm trying to think of, like, names of canals. I mean, I feel like this is the most well-known canal in the world, but do you need a hint that's, like... Hood Canal. Hood Canal? Yeah, no. I don't think anybody knows Hood Canal but you and me. Okay, shit. (laughs) And clearly you don't even know where it's located. (laughs) Well, it's in Washington State, but I was kind of hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Washington State is not at the top of South America. I know, but it's by an ocean. Um, I feel like I do know this. I mean, you should know it. Okay. So let's just say it's South America. So It's at the top of South America. And, okay. and the bottom of Central America. Okay, so it might be a Spanish word. Could be. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's another hint. Okay. It's also the name of a country. Uh, the Mexico Canal? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the name of a country. The... Uh, Costa Rica canal? No, but that's really catchy. Isn't that catchy? <laughs> Final attempt. Um, oh my gosh. Name of a country. Brazil canal. No. Dang it. No. What it, is it? It's the Panama Canal. Oh, shoot. I know the Panama Canal. Oh, of course. Everybody knows the Panama Canal. It connects the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic oh my Ocean. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they like smuggled rum and cigars and stuff, right? I, I feel like I saw it in a movie. Dang okay. it. I mean, that's not its main purpose. I hope Nicole doesn't know. <laughs> if you can't answer the Panama Canal, I don't have high hopes for you for this round of Bella Brains. Oh, no. Okay. Question number two. What type of ship uses a periscope? A, a periscope? What kind of ship? Uses a periscope. I mean, like a fishing boat. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking? Like the you ship know what a periscope 150? is? Yeah, I know what a periscope. What is. is a periscope? Like you see the stars and stuff like that. No, that's a telescope. That's a, a periscope. <laughs> so you do not know what a periscope. Oh, a peris- oh, I know a submarine. Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what a periscope is. <laughs> okay. All right. Final question. In what ocean is the Mariana Trench? Okay. Let me think. What country? No, in which ocean? Between Pacific and Atlantic? Or I it mean, can be any ocean. It can be any ocean. Say it again. The what trench? The Mariana Trench. Mariana. Okay. Mm. It's the deepest part of any ocean. So seas and stuff like that are counted out. So it's an ocean. It's Yes, it's in which ocean? So I'm going to go with the Indian Ocean. <clears throat> so I'm thinking if we're saying the deepest, hmm, the Asian Ocean. That is not an ocean. It's not? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go with one I know. (laughs) 
Atlantic Ocean. And that's three. That's wrong. What is that? Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was gonna be my first guess, but I'm like, don't say it because that's the only one you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's really sad. <laughs> So I got one right? You got one right. Oh, my God. We'll see how Nicole does. Okay, Nicole, are you ready? Yes. All right. This week's Bella Brains is about the oceans and water in general. Oh, wow. Okay. Ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Question number one. What canal links the Pacific and the Atlantic Oceans? Um. <sighs> And it's like, I'm drawing a blank and I know canal names. Um, it's so easy. The Atlantic and the Pacific? Yeah. Can I get a hint? Yes. It's at the top of South America and at the bottom of Central America. I gave Brie two hints. It's also the name of a country. Oh, the Panama. Ding, 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 yes. ding, ding, ding. You probably got it too. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I knew it, but I, I couldn't. I needed a little kick. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number two. What type of ship uses a periscope? We still get three guesses, right? Yeah. Military? Uh, <laughs> I mean. Like you have to say specific. Yeah, you have to say a specific type of ship. Uses a periscope. Oh, submarine. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. Final question. In which like... ocean is the Mariana Trench located? In which ocean? Yeah. So I'm going to guess. Um, Indian? <laughs> Pacific? Ding, 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 Yay. ding, Boom. She got all three right. Yeah, and Pacific was going to be my first, and then I thought it was too easy. Okay, Pacific was going to be my first two, but it was going to be <laughs> too easy. But then she named off I didn't get... the infamous Asian Ocean. Oh, God. Which isn't you an ocean. You said Asian Ocean? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Brie. All right, everybody. That's it. Nicole won this round. Yeah, girl. So join us again next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, and happy spring cleaning, everyone. Make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast and call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at The Bella's Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay Stay fearless. And you always go Brimo if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye.